Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Coffee Talk. If you've just joined us, Coffee Talks are the short in-between episodes where we read your user-submitted stories, hang out with friends, talk about witchy pop culture, or (laughs) chat with you about what's going on in our personal practices. Oh, we're not going to talk about wishy pop culture? I'm wishy I'm so wishy. Sad. I'm so sad. <laughs> I so. am the wishy pop culture. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> so if you want to be featured on Coffee Talk, email us at submissions at coffeeandcauldrons.com or you can send us your submissions on our website, coffeeandcauldrons.com. You can send us your tips, your ghost stories, or any kind of funny story you think the community would love to hear. Be sure to let us know if we can share your name or if you'd prefer to stay anonymous. Anonymous! <laughs> you know what I meant. Anyways, <laughs> your social media usernames are also a great way to receive credit. Yeah. Oh, and so this week, we're just going to read some of your ghost stories. So, so yeah. let's get to it. We spent the whole time last week uh, just talking about ourselves, which we <laughs> are the main characters. We get it. We figured it's probably time to tackle some of these. <laughs> we have a lot of them, which we're very we thankful have so for. so many, which we are very thankful for. Yes. Especially <laughs> now that I figured it out. <laughs> Robin was love thought that we were locked out of our stories Listen, for like mistakes, months mistakes were made <laughs> i even paid for a service to unlock us out of them turns out i was wrong don't worry we got refunded but it was a whole thing um not what i personally would describe as my greatest moment but that's okay it's fine many saying this it just adds character it's fine <laughs> Would you like to read our first one, madame? I sure can. Okay. So this person says that we can share their username, and their username is wildandwitchy83. So they say, this literally just happened. My mom's parents are both dead. I had a dream last night where I saw both of them. My grandma has appeared in my dreams multiple times upon her passing, but I've never dreamt of my grandpa. He died when I was 14. I am now 39. In my dream, I was in a hospital being treated for an illness or injury. I got released and went to the waiting room to meet up with my parents. There, I saw my parents and a ton of extended family. I asked why they were all there, and I was told another family member wasn't doing so well. In this group of people, I saw my brother and my grandparents. My grandma appeared to be speaking to other family members, but they couldn't see her because she was a spirit. This is how she always appears in my dreams. But I looked to my left and my grandpa was there. We continued talking and for some reason, the topic came up between me and my dad that I could see my grandparents there. He told me that he could see them too. I was shocked by this because I thought I was the only one who could see them. I went off in a corner and began talking to my grandpa. I told him I missed him and it was nice seeing him again. Then I asked him if I could ask him a serious question. He said yes and I told him please don't be mad at me. By this point my whole family is watching me talk to thin air from their viewpoint. (laughs) I then asked him if he knew he was dead. 
His faint, his face <laughs> went into a very confused look. I proceeded to tell him that he passed when I was 14 and in the eighth grade, oh, when I was 14 and in the eighth grade, and <laughs> that my brother had been a junior in high school. I then said, I'm now 39, Dustin is 41. I also told him he has a great granddaughter. She is a sophomore in college and was my brother's child. He looked at me still puzzled. He didn't believe me. I asked my mom how many years it has been since he's died. She told me, and I relayed the information to him. His face then became angry. He responded by saying, you bitch, and slapped me <laughs> across the left side of my face. He told me to stay away from him. <laughs> I then told him that my dad and brother could also see him, but my mom couldn't. And that wasn't fair because if, and if anyone could see him, it should be her. My mom looked confused because she didn't know he was there. Since my grandpa told me to go away, my family and I left. I told my dad I probably shouldn't tell my mom and grandpa, um, shouldn't tell my mom that grandma had also been there and he agreed. We ended up looking in the hospital gift shop. My mom ignored me the whole time because she was mad at me for being able to see him when she couldn't. Then I woke up from the night of sleep the left side of my face was sore like it was bruised <laughs> what a specific like side to slap on like i know that the next day it was sore and bruised or whatever but like i mean i personally would not recall what side of my face was slapped you know what i mean in a dream i don't know it had to have been like a huge pivotal moment in the dream if it has yeah. an impact i'll remember <laughs> and obviously it had an impact <laughs> i mean yeah her, their face was a like hurt the next day i was saying upset their face was upset <laughs> but their face was hurt the next day and so yeah i mean i guess that makes sense but oof. yeah oof. that oof. i would oh my goodness grandpa is not too happy <laughs> all right well our next story is from anna <clears throat> It says, my maternal grandparents' house has always been a place where ghostly or just kind of spooky stuff has happened. They live on a bunch of land on the Moss Line, North Florida, and they both come from older Southern money. <clears throat> Southern Gothic to the max. However, despite the fact that they could absolutely afford to upgrade their living space, my grandmother refuses, so the place feels very stuck in the 1920s to 50s. It also doesn't help that whenever a family member passes, my grandparents would take the majority of their belongings, so there's plenty of old, mismatched furniture and knickknacks lining the rooms and halls. That sounds amazing. <laughs> it might be spooky, like, especially as for, like, I, that a That sounds like the dream. That sounds like I'm, the dream. I'm like, and so, can I move in? <laughs> <laughs> All the bedrooms connected to all the bedrooms connected to one main hallway, and my sister and I have heard footsteps walking up and down the hallways on countless occasions when we've known for a fact that everyone was in bed. The door directly across the hall from the room my siblings and I would stay in also had a habit of swinging open and closing at random times as if somebody was looking out and gently shutting the door, always gently. <clears throat> When my sister and I have shared those concerns, we were always told that if it's a ghost, it's a family member, so it's a nice ghost. 
Recently, my siblings and I have found out that the room that we would all stay in as children, the same room across the hall from the swinging door, the same door connected to the hall where we would hear footsteps, was the room that our great-grandmother, Marguerite, died in. And the bed that we would usually sleep in was her deathbed. Oh, hell no. Like, <laughs> you found the line. You found no. the line. <laughs> oh, my God. Absol- absolutely not. <laughs> no, sir. We will not be doing this today. No, no, no. <laughs> naturally, that was pretty freaky info to learn. Yeah, naturally, Anna, I would agree. <laughs> We also found out that a time when I was really young, while being tucked in the bed in the room, I saw my aunt wearing a small pendant that was matching set with the one my great-grandmother owned, and I started asking her why she had Marguerite's necklace. I was two at the time, and I never met Marguerite. After hearing all of this, my sister and I concluded that the ghost walking the halls and swinging the doors has to be Marguerite. The next time I walked past the door and it softly swung open, I waved uh, at it and said, hi, Marguerite, mostly to joke to myself, expecting the door to gently close in response as it always did. I actually screamed. I actually screamed and ran when greeting when my greeting was met with an abrupt slamming of the door. I told my mom about the incident. She told me that if it's Marguerite, then it's nothing to be scared of. Now that I'm older and witchier, I'm not sure if the spirit was in fact of my great-grandmother, but ever since that interaction I had with it, I haven't seen the door swing on its own since. (laughs) You caught her out. You caught Marguerite out and she was not happy about it. (laughs) She just wanted to watch you sleep in peace, which is not weird. It's totally fine. (laughs) Nothing weird about it, actually. No, it's completely fine. <laughs> completely normal. Very healthy. Hell no! Listen, listen. Statistic, statistically speaking, if you live in a house that is older than 50 years old, mm-hmm. there, it's like one in like a 100th chance that somebody has died in your home. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. And when it says that it's her deathbed, I am gonna give the family the benefit of the doubt <laughs> that it's the frame the frame of the bed because if she died on that mattress that is sick (laughs) that is sick yeah i like bed frame fine like especially with antiques like all the time yeah yeah and there's so many other things that they could haunt like so many other things than a bed frame (laughs) but the mattress uh, no (laughs) (laughs) rather not a thing (laughs) I mean, I'm going to I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm sure the mattress has been changed. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Your face. <laughs> Literally so gross. That's honestly that's sick and gross. <laughs> oh my god. Ready for the next story? I sure am. Hopefully nobody's like keeping death mattresses this round. <laughs> I don't see anything on here about being able to share the names, so I just. Won't. Oh, if it's not the name at the top, oh, like it, like that, it's then fine. Yeah, that, yep. Okay. Okay. They have written so, that in. So. Okay. Cool. This is from Nicole. Hey guys, I love your podcast. The ghost story I have to share today happened quite a few years ago, and it's a bit long. So if it's too much to share, that's okay. 
it's okay. It is okay. <laughs> it's okay. We prefer the long ones. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> okay, so when this happened, I think I was in middle school. My maternal grandfather's sister was in the hospital dying of cancer. When she was there, um, my grandfather started. My grandfather started seeing things he couldn't explain. When he would go out on his porch to smoke a cigarette in the evenings, he would look out across the yard to one of the garden pots my grandmother had sitting out. It was a dark, clear night, and he could he would start seeing portraits of his family on the pot, as if a projector was shining the images against it. He would see only one family member for about a couple seconds before the image would shift and a different person's headshot would replace it. He thought he was going crazy as my grandmother couldn't see anything he was seeing. Because of her reaction when he invited his surviving siblings over to the house, he hadn't told them anything about what he had been seeing. As soon as the first sibling crested the steps and looked out across the yard, they said, oh my god, that's my mom. Everyone in his, every one of his living brothers and sisters could see their past family members' faces in this eerie sideshow. Every night for weeks, these images would show up, sometimes including the dying sister before she had passed. My mother was able to see them as well, but my grandmother never could. When I was invited to look, I could see the people's shapes, black shadows instead of portraits. When my mother talked to the past pastors at um, church about the experience, they would tell her that this was the devil messing with them. What? Uh, the uh, devil's like, gonna get you, girl. Like, there's not a ton of spirits in the Bible, but whatever. It's fine. Literally, the Holy Spirit is one of them. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> That's a demon, actually. Thank you very much. Angels don't actually come visit you. Angels are not spirits. Angels are a literal representation of a man with wings coming down to fuck your girls for immaculate conception. You're welcome. <laughs> we have thoughts. Anyways. <laughs> Okay, devil messing with them while they were vulnerable and dealing with this impending loss. I 100% believe those family members came to bring the dying sister on the other side with them and bring comfort to those who left behind. After my grandpa passed in 2019, he had come to me in a dream telling me to tell my grandma a bunch of things he couldn't tell her himself because he knew she wouldn't be able to see him. Thank you so much for letting me share my story. I look forward to hearing what others what others have experienced out there as well. That was a good one. No, I mm. that sounds like I've never heard that before. Like I've no. heard like, you know, being surrounded by loved ones, but not like a side sh- like a, you know, yeah. like a projector screen. That's really yeah. interesting. It is really interesting. You know, I, I know that we've talked about this before when we had like Amanda Paulson on the mm-hmm. uh, I think we talked about it too when Tenny was on here. And actually, no, we've talked about this multiple times. <laughs> I'm like, I think we talked about this once, no twice, no three times. Um, just about like the different ways that spirits kind of present themselves and how mm-hmm. it can be such a unique experience person to person. And I I I just think it's really fascinating how 
ghosts sometimes spirits can be almost like this like third eye thing or we don't actually see it we just kind of know that they're there and i think that that kind of projector situation mm-hmm. is a really fascinating you know version of that especially since all the like family members connected to the grandfather could see it like mm-hmm. that family connect connection <laughs> is just that's really cool it's freaky in a I love very it though. cool and sweet yeah, way. Yeah, in a cool way. Like, <laughs> it's freaky in a cool way. <laughs> All right, well, we've got one more. And this one comes from Libby Green. And it reads, hello, I absolutely love the pod. Well, thanks, well, Libby. Thank you. <laughs> I'm a new listener and a baby witch. I binge nearly every every episode this week, and you guys are amazing. Well, thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I do have a ghost story that I figured could be worth sharing and have an opinion from you guys on. <clears throat> if it's anything like the last one. <laughs> <laughs> one morning in high school, I went running at a local park that is where the Battle of Nashville during the Civil War was fought. There have been eerie stories and rumors about the park that have been talked about over the years. In hindsight, I probably didn't need to be running this early alone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> but to set the scene, I was running a hill in an open area near the main road that runs up the side of the park. The hill is about 300 meters long, and after about 15 minutes of running up and down, I started my loop back up the hill when I saw a silvery-colored figure standing about 100 meters from me. At first, I thought it might have been a deer or maybe even a cyclist. There is a road on the top of the hill that people often bike, and I kept running, but started to slow as the figure moved towards me down the hill. No. (laughs) No. Uh, what was strange was that it didn't have feet. What? No. Okay, hold on. Before I continue to read this, you it didn't have feet, and you were like, maybe that's a deer. <laughs> it could be anything. And it was sort of bobbing up and down towards me in a floating motion above the ground. At this point, I ripped my earbuds out. Also, I don't know. I probably shouldn't have had headphones in. <laughs> and started stared at what I could now see was a man in a uniform or suit. Pretty much in this split second, I turned around and sprinted back to my car and drove to school. My guess is that I could that it could have been a soldier spirit. But after listening to your pod, I'm curious if you guys think it could have been a spirit of the land. I didn't get a bad feeling from the ghost slash, slash spirit. I'm just the biggest chicken when it comes to the dead. <laughs> I've actually been back to the hill to run since, and the and there's a strange feeling of being watched I always get. But it also could be paranoia, considering I did actually see something. Overall, the park is an interesting place when it comes to energies. There were a few murders back in the 80s and 90s. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, let's start around there at night okay. alone. You know what, Libby? Let's... <laughs> Let's talk about this, babe. <laughs> There's been murders in this park. And you're like, you know what? I am going to go running with headphones in in the park. <laughs> Just me. Let's practice safety. <laughs> I tread lightly these days after I learned all of this post-grad. Okay, all right. I'll okay. give you the benefit okay. of that. You didn't okay. hold it the time. <laughs> oh, jeez Louise. 
to answer the question, do I think it can be a spirit of the land? Yeah. I think though that when you deal with land that has a lot of traumatic events that occurred on it, like a battle and people dying, um, I think that those impressions can be left on the land. And so therefore, while it could be a spirit of the land, that spirit also could be a residual impression of a battle, mm-hmm. <laughs> people dying. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What do you think? It, it kind of, honestly, it reminds me of how, <laughs> this is completely ram- random, but how in, have you read Ninth House? Mm-hmm. Okay, how she describes ghosts in her book, how like they're drawn oh, to sweat, yeah. they're drawn to activity, they're drawn, they're actually drawn to salt and like all that. They're like drawn to like people exerting yeah. themselves, fighting, making love, and doing all those things. And that just kind of reminds me of like, you know, a spirit who really liked to run running next to someone who really likes to run. Um, yeah. Yeah, I can totally see Especially that. Especially if they're like we're wearing a uniform. Like, what type of? But was then it simultaneously, like a <laughs> you say things like it being a uniform or a suit. Maybe it was somebody who was murdered in the eighties or nineties, and they're that running. Was a suit. <laughs> no, they weren't running. They were bobbing towards them. Maybe they were running away from the guy with the hatchet that was going to kill them. <laughs> that too. I know nothing about these murders, but I assume it was with a hatchet. <laughs> that feels like a reasonable, a reasonable assumption to make. <laughs> no, like I personally, I think it's just like a spirit that's just kind of like a wandering. Maybe it's how Robin described, where it's like the person who got murdered running away. Yeah, <laughs> just kind of like a repeat, like you saw a fragment of something that happened. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, especially like, I mean, again, this all falls under things like deep nuance in terms of like ghost things. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, it's believed that if the land has a lot of limestone on it, it can hold impressions of spirits that will just kind of play mm-hmm. on like a cassette tape. <clears throat> so perhaps that was something as well. Again, I don't know. I was not there, but you never know. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's- Let's just not run alone in parks. Yeah, let's practice no. just general safety when it comes yeah. to our exercise. <laughs> um, I know you were a teenager. Not, I'm not victim blaming, but I am saying maybe we learned a little lesson and we don't do that again in the future. Um, <laughs> you're scaring your mother. <laughs> Robin's your mother now. It's me. Hi, I'm your mom. <laughs> Well, that being said, thank you all so much for joining us this week on Coffee Talk. We hope to see you next week for our regular episodes. You can check out our website for links to our submission forums or shoot us an email at submissions at coffeeandcauldrons.com to tell us any ghost stories, witchy stories, tips, or topics that you think the community would love to hear. And as always, if you enjoy Coffee and Cauldrons, please take a moment to review us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Or if you want to support us directly, consider joining us on Patreon, where we share articles and special part two exclusive episodes. And we even have a Spell of the Month box and a Discord. But yeah, thank you so much for sharing your stories with us. Bye, everyone. (laughs) 